Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Snooze Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Andrea is a certified pediatric sleep consultant and founder of Rested Home. Andrea was in the administrative education field for over 10 years until her sleep consulting business allowed her to move to a different job and be home more with her two young boys. Although this is her business, sleep consulting is also her passion. She has been helping friends with her baby's sleep knowledge long before enrolling in Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. She enrolled in CPSM to fill the gap. Originally, this gap was a financial one. Little did she know it would also fill a community gap she didn't even know she had. From the CPSM Facebook group, the mentoring of new sleep consultants, conversations with moms and new lifelong friends, the community aspect of this journey has been more than she ever could have imagined. Andrea, welcome to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Hi, Jane. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be here too. So when I asked you to be on the podcast, uh, I did so because I just think your story is so relatable. So before we get started, maybe you can share a bit about your story, why you decided to get certified in the first place. Sure, of course. So when I was pregnant with my first son, who is now five years old, I read every preparation book I could get my hands on, pregnancy, birthing, nursing, feeding, and of course, sleep books. I am a nine hour a night needer of sleep, we'll say. Um, so having a baby was really scary for me in regards to when it came to sleep. Um, as you know, from being a mom yourself, no book prepares you for motherhood. Um, most of my reading and preparation felt like a waste of time. Um, unless you count the fact that in the moment it made me less, less anxious. So maybe we won't call it a total waste. Um, the studying I did on baby sleep was not a waste of time. My son was an amazing sleeper. Um, basically his whole life, he's been sleeping well from a newborn until now, and he's almost five. Um, so move along to pregnancy number two. I did nothing, no preparation, no reading, second child, not surprising, right? Well, I was 10 months pregnant and I started getting really nervous at the good sleep that we got from our first child was a total fluke and you and I connected. I don't even really remember in some random Facebook group post. And although it wasn't an easy decision to make financially to invest in your program, I kind of sat down with my husband and we laid out three goals as to why I would do something like this. It kind of came out of nowhere. I've never talked about being a sleep consultant. So my husband's like, well, I don't even know what you're talking about. Why did you bring this to me? Um, so we sort of came up with three goals. The first goal was to use the knowledge that I gain from the coursework on baby number two, and that's it. And we both decided if it, the only thing that comes from this is we get a second good sleeper, like it's totally worth the price. So I did it. Um, I already knew a lot about baby sleep just from the preparation I did for baby number one, but I learned so much more from the coursework in the program. Uh, fast forward a bit, that second baby is now one, 
Both of them are 100% independent sleepers from birth. Every sleep regression passes right over us. It's not even a thing in our house. Illnesses don't spiral us out of control. So I feel like I can put little green check mark right next to goal number one for enrolling in your course. So thank you for that. You helped me with my children's sleep without being my actual sleep consultant. So I really appreciate what you've done for us as a family. I love that. What are the other two? Okay, so goal number two was to pay back the cost of the course, you know, so I wanted to get a certain number of clients to at least put that money back into our savings account. Um, And goal number three was to just make a little extra fun money each month. You know, I was never going to quit my job or anything like that. It was never going to be full time. Um, But I will say very quickly, the, the money that I made or that I continue to make doing this allowed me to downgrade jobs. I still have a full-time job, but I took a major pay cut, a major change in like career. It was like a little mini midlife crisis. You probably remember talking to me about it. Totally. Um, but I get to be home with my kids. I work from home now. It's like a state job. Um, I'm there for every breakfast. I'm there for every pickup, every drop off, every doctor's appointment. And so that was goal number three was fun money. And it was, it's way more than that. And it, it doesn't replace my income because I don't really want it to at this point, but I've definitely surpassed all three goals for sure. That makes me so happy. I didn't know this about you. Like I didn't know that you had these three goals. <laughs> so I really yes. am just sort of like smiling ear to ear, glowing, listening to you talk about this. And yeah. I'm so, you know, I've loved watching you grow your business and I love your whole mindset around your business, which has always been that like, you're doing it because you enjoy it and you love it and it makes you happy. And Mm -hmm. if that brings in extra money, then awesome. And that, that shift that you made more recently where you were able to actually leave a job that was draining you and not serving your family, other than the fact that you had more income, the fact that you were able to leave that job for a more flexible sort of low stress work opportunity and fill the gaps with sleep consulting that just it makes my it makes me so happy I love it I know Jane literally I mean it's been it was July I think that I made that shift and literally not yet a day has gone by where I just am not like outwardly so happy that we made this shift and like I said I didn't like quit my job and become a sleep consultant which I know a lot of people do but it allowed me to I mean, I cut my income 60%, which is big, you know, and I just, I'm literally happy every day that I was able to do something like that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. One of my favorite things about you and your role within our CPSM community is how you have started supporting other sleep consultants and not specifically in business, which I think is interesting because when you think about mentorship for sleep consultants, a lot there are a lot of people out there that are willing to help sleep consultants and other sort of parenting coaches grow their businesses. But what you're really doing is supporting these new sleep consultants through the process of navigating those first few clients. It's, it's actually the sleep stuff. I love that. Right. Um, yeah. Would you, I would love for you to tell everyone what you're up to more specifically, what that looks like. And um, like, how did you get started in that? And, and why are you doing it? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm not helping them grow their business. Like you said, there's a lot of business coaches out there that are great for that. That is not me, Um, at least on the front end. I mean, you could kind of make a case for if you 
do the actual sleep work well, then that will grow your business. You've made a lot of, um, you know, you've even have podcasts about that. Um, but I help them when they land that first client or two. And it is, I still remember it. You may too. I don't know. Um, the most exciting feeling when you get that first paying client, most, most CPSM people post about it in our group, you know, and it's almost always followed up with like help, you know, like they're so excited that they have their client. And then your next thought is like, Oh no, like now what? Um, and your course prepares you for all of this, but there's still that, that imposter syndrome feeling that people just have a really hard time getting over the, can I actually do this? Can I actually help with this? What if it doesn't work? You know, maybe, maybe the sleep consultant has a baby and their first client's a toddler, or maybe they have older kids. Maybe they don't have any kids. Maybe they haven't held a baby in five years. Um, and so that's kind of where in general, the CPSM community comes in. Um, the Facebook group, you know, there's a lot of posts about these things. And from posts, I assume a lot of side DMs happen. Um, once you realize you sort of connect with someone in a way on a post, um, I've DM'd other grads, other grads have DM'd me. I assume this is somewhat normal. Uh, some of these conversations so. turn. Okay, good. <laughs> and I was always kind of weird. I always say like, hi, this is Andrea. I'm in your CPSM group. I hope it's okay that I DM you and everybody's totally nice. Um, yeah. But some people just feel like they need more than posting in the community group. And that's kind of where I can help. And some of these side DMs have turned into a little bit more official mentoring. And we just connected, you know, through the DMs and through chatting. But I can help kind of review their sleep plan. So they would write a sleep plan. I can kind of review it. Just another set of eyes on it is really helpful. Um, pointing out sort of what needs to be repeated and really focused on in that phone call with a parent, you know, like you may have this beautiful plan, but you need to say this five times in some way on the phone call because they are not going to get it. Um, and also that one-on-one -on -one tech support that most of us offer can be really intimidating where a parent is texting you like, what do I do? You know, I have a doctor's appointment at 9am today and you said they're supposed to be napping at 930. What do I do now? And that sleep consultant may be wondering like, well, I don't know, what do you do, you know? And so you can post in the group, that's definitely an option, or you can kind of text me and we can figure it out in the moment. And so it's just a little extra added on mentorship that the group can also offer, but some people just kind of want that one-on-one -on -one connection. You know, and we get on the phone and talk and chat and most of these conversations last way longer than they're scheduled for, um, but people just like to connect um, with someone else that who's also passionate about the same thing. And that's part of why I love doing it. I love that. It's so special. I think you're the only one that I know of inside of our CPSM group that's doing it. I mean, we have a lot of people inside of our community that are really helpful to others mm -hmm. inside of the community, yes. more in like the public, it's not a public forum, but like our public forum. Right. Um, right. But I think you're the only one, at least that I know of, that's doing this sort of one-on-one -on -one support for sleep consultants with regard to the sleep stuff. And I just think it's so valuable. And I love that we have this as a resource inside of our community. I always say to prospective students when they're coming into the program that I truly believe that our program gets better with each and every person that enrolls because yes. you never know what that person is going to add 
to our community vibe, right? And right. this is this is what you contribute among other things, but you know, this is yeah. this is a big piece of what you contribute and you know, I love getting on the phone with people or getting on to Zoom and and trying to figure out like what are they going to bring to the table, right? Like for people right. who are listening to this podcast and they're like I'm interested in becoming a sleep consultant, what are you going to bring to our community? It's not just right. what <laughs> our, it's not just like what are we going to do for you? Like what are you going to do for us, right? Like what do you bring to the table? Right. Are and it you, may take them yeah. It, it takes time to figure time that out, to right? Sort of figure out like what do I contribute? Like I remember feeling like a major taker from that group for a while. And then it's like, okay, it's my turn to give back. And I try to respond to people's posts as much as I can and things like that. And I still ask questions. You know, there's still definitely things that I take from the group a lot. Um, but it, it can be something that kind of comes with some experience and some exposure to kind of the way the group runs, you know. Absolutely. When I get onto calls with prospective CPSM students, one of the biggest objections that I hear is that they're afraid of starting their own businesses and they're particularly afraid of doing it alone. What are your thoughts on this? I, I know I'm working really hard to make sure that CPSM students and grads never feel alone, but you know that's a thought, right? Like we all have right. those feelings in our head, even if it's not entirely true. Oh my gosh. So my instant thought when you said this is, this is what I tell parents too, whether it's parents I'm currently sleep training with or like prospective clients in our back and forth is they do not have to do this alone. And that's where we come in as a sleep consultant to the client, right? We are there to help them through something tough that they do not have to do alone. And I think it's the exact same for the business owner and the sleep consultant side of things we are not meant to do this alone. And the amazing thing about owning your own business and being an entrepreneur is you do it how you want, you structure it how you want, you create a program that you want, you you do whatever you want, right? That's why we're business owners. But that doesn't mean you do it alone. Like those things are not the same thing. And I just love how you structured it. I mean, you add people to the group, right when they sign up. It's not like once you're done with the coursework, once you graduate, then you get to be in this group. It's like sometimes instant, right? They're just immediately in the group. Um, and you probably know this number, but I think there's like 450 to 500 people in the group. Yeah. Um, and we all have the same focus, the same passion. There are multiple posts a day, several Every post gets responses. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a post that doesn't get a response or multiple responses. Um, some of it's students asking about coursework, some of it's fellow sleep consultants, you know, just needing another set of eyes on a sleep situation that they're dealing with, business talk, networking talk, we share a lot of wins, a lot of goals. Um, there's been virtual happy hours, you know, there's talk of people getting together, there's talk, talk of a group trip that I hope you bring back up in the group soon. Um, yeah. You just really feel like you get to know some of these women, even though you've never met them, you know, like all name drop to my husband. And he's like, I don't even know who you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, it's one of my CPS and people like, don't worry about it. But I just talk about some of these women, like, like they're my friends, you know, and I've never even met them in real life. It's just a really great community. Speaking of CPSM friends, you told me before we started recording this, we were talking sort of off to the side that you have a CPSM BFF. And yes. I'm wondering, I'm wondering like, who is it? I don't even know who, it <laughs> yeah. is. who is your BFF inside of the CPSM community and sort of what are you getting from that person? And what is that person getting from you? What's, what's the vibe? 
Yeah. So I mentioned earlier how like the side DMs happened and you said that you think that that's normal. So that's good. Um, but that's how this started. Maybe a year ago, um, I posted, I don't even remember what I posted about, but Nicole responded to one of my posts and I just, I can't remember the thought process behind it, but I remember having some follow-up questions to what she said, but I didn't want to like drag it out within the post. So I DM'd her exactly like I said earlier. We went back and forth about it. Um, she helped me and it's hard to remember exactly how it happened because it was so long ago. Um, I know she's helped me with my own baby. You know, he went, he's a daycare baby and he was taking like two 20 minute naps a day as like a four month old. And he would come home with like 40 minutes of daytime sleep, um, waking up at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. And so she was kind of helping me through that, even if it was like, you know, literal sleep help or like just pouting and venting with me about like how frustrating daycare was. Um, so I can't really put my finger on like how it turned into a friendship more so than just like business sleep talk. But I assume it's at some point when the conversations sort of shifted that weren't always business related. And then it just, it's it's kind of a mix. I mean, she's definitely what I would call my business bestie, but it's much more than that. Um, our conversations are probably 60% business related and 40% about the husband and the kids and the personal things. and. Uh, you know, just yesterday, we do a lot of Voxer. So we do a lot of audio messages back and forth. And just yesterday, she was sending me an audio message and she was kind of distracted and under her breath said like, oh, sorry, I'm driving to Costco. And the conversation totally shifted to our love-hate relationship for Costco. You know, and it's yeah. like we had to find our way back on track to whatever her original audio message was even about. Um, the cool thing is to our businesses are different, you know, like we're both sleep consultants, but she has a bigger program with lengthy supportive time. And I don't like to spend that long with clients. You know, it's like once their baby is doing well at bedtime, overnights and naps, like I'm ready to kind of move on. And she wants to stay with them and keep that boxer support or that email support. Um, and, you know, she's able to help me with me and the vision that I have for my business and my program. And she knows what makes me tick and what frustrates me. And same for her. I know her goals. I know her, the time she has, the energy she has. And we just sort of chat and know how to help each other, even though we're competitors. We actually talked about this today, like literally this morning. We were like, you know, like we're kind of competitors, but we're not in competition with each other. And I don't really know how that worked, but I don't know. She's truly amazing. And I'm just so thankful for her. If I, if either one of us were to stop doing this sleep consulting thing for whatever reason tomorrow, like, her, our friendship would not miss a beat. Like we would pick up the next day with our conversations about whatever, you know, and I'm just so thankful for that. And I will I say there's, that. I will say there's, you know, a couple other connections I have from the group. There's a local friend, we've gone to coffee, you know, there's several other people that I talk to on occasion as well. It's just a really great community. I love to hear you share these stories because I work so hard to try and articulate the value of the CPSM community both mm -hmm. like in our sort of more public forum and what goes on behind the scenes. And it's so hard for me to explain to people the level of like friendship and, you know, like we have actual colleagues and friends and it's like one step shy short of family inside of our yes. community. And um, mm -hmm. unless you're in it, 
you don't know and you won't get it until you're there. I've actually on, on CPSM discovery calls, I've started actually giving them a tour of our CPSM (laughs) Facebook group because I feel like people don't understand how amazing it is unless I literally scroll through for a few minutes and show them all the wonderful stuff that's going on inside of our group. And it's, it really is, it's not competitive. It is 100% collaborative and it's community and it's, it's support. It's all the things that I think most brand new entrepreneurs really, really crave when they are starting their businesses. And without it, I think that it's really hard to succeed because, you know, the loneliness without support when you're starting a business, I think is enough to shut almost anybody down. You really do need to have either a business bestie or some sort of community that rallies behind you. Otherwise, I think it's really, really challenging. Yes, I totally agree. I'm wondering what your biggest objections were before jumping into this. You touched on it a little bit yeah. uh, in the beginning of this interview, like you weren't even necessarily looking to become a sleep consultant, right? We just connected. Um, but I'm wondering if there were any sort of major hangups and if so, like, you know, how did you get over them? And did our community help you to navigate any limiting beliefs that you may have had? Right. So I would say my my biggest umbrella objection, I guess we'll call it, is the money, right? And that's got to be for most people. If it were free, like everybody would join and then do whatever they wanted to afterwards. Um, you don't want it to be a waste of money, right? So I mentioned earlier, uh, number one goal was if it helps us get better sleep with both of our children, like it's worth the money. And that's just a, a personal decision. It's relative, right? Um, my number two goal was to pay back the money, the the cost of the course, which would just kind of break even, like it never happened. Let's just move on with our life. Um, and number three was kind of the fun money, which we talked a little bit about. It's, it's beyond that. It still is, but it's done so much more for me. Um, do you remember, I'm going to put your memory on the spot really quick. I asked you a question when you and I went back and forth. I don't, it seems like a lot to me. I don't know how much you go back and forth with perspective CPS and people. Do you remember the last question I asked you right before I signed up 16 months no. ago? <laughs> no, and Sorry. I, have really, I have a really good memory, but no. So I asked you how many people are in the Facebook group and how active it was. I think that was my last question. And I actually went back, like scrolled really far up and you answered that question. And my next response to you was like, I did it with like that shocked face. Like I just signed up and like, it's funny that that was like my final question. I just needed to know, like, what does this Facebook group look like that you talked about? Um, We've all joined Facebook groups that we've sort of forgotten about because it's like an interesting topic. Sure. You join the group and there's just barely any activity or you didn't, you know, think it was what you thought it would be. And that's just not this group. Um, and so the, the community aspect of jumping into this field was the last question that I asked you and the thing that like, whatever your answer was, you know, I think you said, like, I think you gave me like real numbers, you know, there's this many members and there's about this many posts per day. And I was like, okay, like that's, you know, you don't want to join a group that's like a million people because you're just going to get lost and you want to know like, is it three posts a week or is it a hundred posts a day? And so whatever your answer was, which is sort of what I needed to hear and joining the community was sort of 
knowing more about the community was sort of my reason for just like, okay, let's do it. Like I signed up, I sent you that shock face of like, I did it, I signed up, you know, here I am. Um, so I would say that that is sort of the last thing that I needed to hear before, before diving into this. And that makes I don't even me know feel if I answered I, your question. Well, no, you did. And it makes me feel so good that that was your objection because for me, that's like such an easy thing to deliver on. Like right. I know, I know with such confidence that I can provide a strong community for my CPSM students and grads. I have no doubt about that. Doesn't yes. worry me for one single bit. If that's somebody's biggest objection, it's like, okay, like I got this, oh, yeah. no problem. Yes. Right. So I love to hear that. And I love that, you know, if that's what you were worried about, you were able to jump right into our community and everybody mm -hmm. else was there right away. Yes. You know, it was a smaller community back then because we're growing, but it was still an engaged, active, robust community then just as it is now. And I love that you were able to sort of trust me on that. And then you got into the community and everybody was right there for you. And, you know, I, I do think that that has to be at least some sliver of we have to give the community credit for your ability to be successful because that's what you were looking for. That's what you were craving. And you got in mm -hmm. there, you got it. And you were able to get the support that you needed. Just like our clients get support from us. You got the support from the CPSM community and that sort of positioned you to be successful in your own right. Right. No, it's definitely, I just, I mean, it's hard to tell, you know, where you would be if something didn't happen the way it of did, course. but I, I can't imagine I mean, there, there's really amazing days in this business and there's really like tough moments. I know you've spoken to like, even Jane Havens has days that she just really totally. struggles totally. Um, in the community. I mean, I, this is a little off topic, but I remember posting on there about like, I think the first sentence of my post was like, y'all, I think I'm going to quit my job. And I was just so scared. And I assumed everybody was going to respond and say like, do it do it. You're amazing. Do it. And I almost didn't post because I'm like, that's not what I need to hear. You know, I don't, these people don't know what my bank account looks like. Like they don't know what my budget spreadsheet looks like. And it wasn't a bunch of like, do it. You got this girl responses. It was some really heartfelt like responses and some pros. I remember that. Cons. Yeah. And I was, was really, like, I was actually really proud of our community on that thread yes. because people actually asked you really good questions. It wasn't just like, do it or don't do it. It was like, have you thought about this? Or this is what I right. experienced when I was crossing this road myself. Right. And it was really yes. sort of like nuanced advice and conversation that went back and forth. I was really actually very proud of everybody. Yes, I'm actually I like remember tearing, that. I'm tearing up right now, Jane. Like, I just remember, I just remember what that felt like, you know, and I, I, someone told me and I'm going to actually go back and figure out who it was so that I can give them credit. But they told me to like, they said, you feel like you're on a speedboat right now. And I did. And they're like, you are on like a cruise ship, like a massive ship. And they're like, steer the cruise ship, like not the speedboat, like slow down little moves. You know, you don't have to have your whole life planned out in front of you. Anyways, this is off topic, but yes, that group, like that was not a sleep consulting post. I wasn't saying like, I'm going to go sleep consulting full time. Like it was just like a real life. I'm going to quit my job and I'm scared. And like, what does this mean for me? And anyways, it was, just, yeah, it was amazing. Now that you've settled into your business. Um, and I think you have a certain level of confidence as an entrepreneur that perhaps you didn't have right in the beginning. What sort of advice would you offer to those that are just getting started? So the 
first thing that comes to mind is not anything I've made up and it's not even groundbreaking. I've heard it so many times, but it took a while for it to click for me, but this is your business. Do what you want, run it how you want, make it fit you and your values and your needs. And there's been a few times I've wanted to sort of change up my program and what I offer. And I think you see this probably more than anybody. When someone starts out, they probably, I don't know how many people's new package looks just like your package, Jane, because people just don't really know where to start. Um, And so, and that's fine. And some people stick with that and that works for them and that's great. Um, But I just remember the first time I kind of felt like this two weeks at this price with these phone calls, it just wasn't really like vibing with me. Um, And I remember being so stressed out about like getting it quote unquote, right. You know, like how many days do I offer? What do I charge? Do I add an email support? Do I do two phone calls? You know, all the different options. Um, And whenever you realize that you could do what you want, it's so freeing, you know, you can make it what you want, try it out for a few weeks and then change it try it out for a few months and then edit it. You know, it's, it's an area that I've definitely grown conf- confident in. And I feel like that's just what entrepreneurship is all about, right? Like I can, I can, when we hang up from this call, I can go lower my price by 50 bucks. I can raise it by a hundred. I can change it to three weeks. Like you could do whatever you want, whatever day you want. And I mean, you want to stay consistent and not be all over the place, but that's sort of where I have seen myself grow more confident in finding what works for me and what's sustainable for me and what I like. What are your goals for the next year, couple of years? Do you have sort of a big picture plan or are you sort of taking it day by day, week by week, month by month? So I'm actually really bad at setting goals. As you can see, my three goals for this program are very small. Um, So I'm going to give you some small goals. Um, I took a break from sleep consulting towards the end of the last year. Well, it wasn't really a break. I took a break from social media. I still got several clients each month, which is awesome. Um, So my main goal is to sort of get back into it. I'm starting to kind of feel that desire to be posting again. And social media is for some people. It's not for some people. I actually really enjoy, you know, creating pretty posts with captions. I just need to kind of get moving again. And so that's kind of my goal. I have some new networking ideas. They're not new. They're not groundbreaking, but they're new to me to kind of try and start. So those are sort of my goals to to get moving again this year. You know, I took some some little breaks, some needed breaks throughout the end of last year, and it's time to get going again. Where can everybody find you if they want to connect with you? Speaking of social media, maybe you can share, <laughs> you know, Instagram or, or wherever you like to show up most. Yes, I'd love that. So my Instagram handle is at rested home sleep. And my website is restedhome.com. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. This was truly awesome. I know you were maybe a little hesitant about coming on the podcast, (laughs) but uh, thank you for doing so. And I think everybody's going to really love this chat. So thanks. Thank you for having me, Jane. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much. And I hope you will tune in for the next episode.